The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm, World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO SEO rock stars. Well, that's right, everybody. How are you? Come on in here, grab yourself an ice-cold, tasty beverage, and uh, grab yourself a seat. Pull on up, sit down. I want to welcome you to this Tuesday, December the 29th edition of the SEO Rockstars. I am joined by my guest co-host this week. He is definitely a man among men and, of course, among SEOs himself. It is Sir Chris Boggs. How are you, buddy? Hello, Darren. How are you? Doing Thanks good. Thanks for the nighting. <laughs> I always like to have uh, knights on the show, you know, pseudo-royalty. Uh, so, so you know, I'm hanging out, looking at the chat room. Looks like looks like uh, people are, are wandering their way in. If, if you're out there listening, you, you just saw the Twitters go out, come on in here. Get your butts in. We're going we're gonna to sit here and we're going to have, like, uh, we're going to have a fireside chat today. Do you see the fire? Chris, do you see the fire? Um, I don't see any fires. I'm not close to the river, though. <laughs> see, the, folks, if you're paying as close attention to me as Chris was just now, you're all good to go for the show right now. We can just pack it in right now. Just kidding. <laughs> Chris, we're going to have a fireside chat. Do you see the fire? Uh, I do. Okay, good. Good. Thanks for playing along there. Um, <laughs> folks, to get yeah, there, we go. Carrie goes. She wants some s'mores. Uh, yeah, we we could do we could do a little s'mores as we kind of uh, wobble on into this. You know, I thought what we would do today, considering um, this is like the last day uh, for the SEO rock stars in two thousand and nine, um, and you know, Brasco he'd probably throw something at me. You know. Um, you know, we, we've been trying to, to get a lot more, uh, you know, programs whipped out for you here on the Rockstars. Of course, I see Brasco. He, he cuts his head at me. He gives me a dirty look. Although last week, I might say we were coming up to do a show, and I got vetoed at the last minute. Um, Air Brasco. Only because you tell me like five minutes before broadcast. Dude, it's Tuesdays. We, we do shows on oh, Tuesdays, right? God. I mean, I even I even had Chris on downstairs. What was it, Chris? You, you told me to, to tell Brasco to... Head on up and watch his wrestling match, or what? What the hell was it? That's right, WWE, yeah. or not, not WWF, but um, WWE, uh, WWE, fighting. yeah, cage fighting. Yeah, there you go, George. Thanks for playing along. 
but I, I figure, you know, we, we did a pretty damn good job this year, this last year, um, in in keeping our finger on the pulse, um, you know, of what the hell's going on out there. Uh, those of you loyal SEO Rockstars listeners, we know who you are. Like we're, We definitely see you guys downloading and, and consuming this show, and we appreciate you. Uh, so we definitely thought it would be good for us to kind of rewind a little bit and take a look back and, and you know step backwards at some of the highlights uh, over the course of the last year. And, and I got to say, uh, one of the first things, I figure what we do is take, take a step one step back, not 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 uh, not all the way to the beginning of the year, but here just just recently, um, we were talking about this just before we got on the air. You know, there there always seems to be something like this that pops up. You know, it, almost like once a year now, um, where someone says SEO's dead. You know, SEO's history, it should, you know, like, focus, put your focus elsewhere. Uh, and and Robert Scoble put a post up on uh, December the 16th that said, 2010, the year SEO isn't important anymore? Question mark. And I think the key uh, in, in that is the question mark. Uh, although, when you read... <laughs> when you read Robert's question, his question is almost more along the lines of a statement. And I think that was probably where where he went awry, was that it came off more like a statement, even though the title of his, of his post was more along the lines of being a question. And, um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong... Chris, uh, but I mean, we saw this same thing happen the the previous you know year end with um, you know uh, um, Jason Calacanis doing the same thing at SES Chicago at the end of the year, right? Saying yeah, that, people. Uh, yeah. People tend to want to say this. Uh, I think, you know, one of the key things about the Scoble article, too, is he says, the writing is on the wall. Small business marketing is moving away from focusing on SEO. I'm just curious why he, you know, nailed it into just small business marketing. Right. Uh, among, amongst other things. I mean, people have, have said SEO is dead for a few years now, and, and I think Danny Sullivan brings it up in the comments and, and very succinctly and, and as always, um, right on, uh, spot on, as they say, across the pond. And that, you know, wh- what is really Scoble looking at as being SEO? Is he looking at some dictionary definition of SEO that was written in 2000, 2003? Uh, certainly, if, if you think that SEO is, is the same as it was back then or even as it was in 2008, then, uh, then you got a problem. Uh, it is dead in a way. It, it's it's evolved. It's not dead. It's just changed. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, 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 it was definitely what came off as a dated and very preconceived notion of of what SEO was. I, I think he even you know mentioned that in reply to to Danny. Uh, when when Danny called uh, for those of those of you listening, Danny Sullivan, um, when Danny called him out, um, you know, for having a very you know two thousand two thousand one viewpoint, um, you know, of what SEO is. Uh, so I, I, you know, not to not to belabor it, but Robert, dude, get with the times, Captain. Um, SEO. I mean, we we talked about this at at uh, at SES. In fact, 
when there was a paper call company that stepped up and started screaming that, you know, and this was probably uh, four years ago, um, maybe five years ago. Uh, and they were shouting and screaming to the rooftops that, you know, SEO was finished, SEO was dead, um, you know, that, that guys like the, the paper call industry were going to clean us up, clean our clocks, and that we were going to be gone. Well, we're, <laughs> we're still here, damn it. Um, that, that's, 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 the, that's the awesome thing is, you know, that all these people who prognosticate that SEO is dead, well... We seem they don't to, have clients that spend seven figures a year on SEO. Yeah, I mean we're still ticking, my friend. It's this is it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. Uh, Chris, I, I I did note that uh, Media Post did a little uh, look back at some of the the, the year's trends, uh, and they were reporting that um, you know in regards to search budgets, that um, search budgets had some interesting sector gains um, this past year. Uh, retail, let's see, retail up 30%. And this is up, um, what is this? This is up in Q4 relative to Q2 and Q3. Uh, retail up 30%, travel up 20%, uh, legal services and legal up 20%. Um Insurance, which is a little interesting here, I, I thought I thought we'd see a little bit of a, a larger rise here, but fifteen percent rise in insurance, ten percent on auto. Uh, Chris, what, what what have you been seeing trend wise with with your clients? I mean, you know, we had a very interesting year out there with this being, uh, you know, what they would call a, an economic downturn. Um, you yeah. know, what, what did you, what did you guys see? Well, we had a few big wins. Uh, we had clients that uh, were able to secure additional budget right in Q4. And, and this is something that, I, you know, I, I don't think that this is just uh, unique to 2009. Uh, I think I've written in the past about what I call Q4 money, and there's probably a good rap song uh, to be uh, named that. Yeah. But there's money that comes in at Q4. There's marketing budgets that are held back uh, and typically miraculously appear and need to be spent by the end of the year. Typically, the various marketing managers and so forth that have their budget that have been spending conservatively, uh, can take the first three quarters of the year, analyze it, as long as they're properly, you know, uh, tagging uh, the, their campaigns and, and, and they have the ability to, uh, to make changes and updates based on, uh, you know, performing, well, good performing tactics, uh, money becomes available. You know, the ROI uh, and, and the ROAS or whatever metric you're using as your primary uh, key performance indicator, if it's if it's showing a positive trend and it's Q2 and Q3, you can bet that there's going to be money available in Q4. Um, we had one, one specific example. We had a consumer product and retail client that we had been pushing to try uh, Yahoo Search Submit Pro. And uh, lo and behold, uh, the announcement came out that they were uh, ending. So we thought, well, should we still do it? And, and, and we ended up doing it. And um, Fortunately, it was, it was a great move for that client because they ended up getting um, about a four-to-one ROI off of uh, the investment that they made over the last three months of the year on just that one tactic. So uh, we were able to work with a partner that uh, streamlined our feed, and, and we were able to get great success with that. They Additionally, that same client came up with... Uh, with, uh, you know, well into the six figures of additional funds just to throw towards a branding effort for, um, for uh, 
uh, search, and, and which was a nice new thing as well. You know, in, in the past, typically, um, it's been hard to get money from branding buckets for search, and, and we're seeing that happening more often as well. Uh, but, you know, in summary, I think you know, Q4, this is something that we've seen in the past. Typically, money does come available. Um, it's good to see that they, it seems like people are continuing to trust their analytics even more and, and putting the money back into where, where it's returning best for them. And that continues to be, um, you know, from, from my side of the fence, uh, paid and, and organic search, uh, as well as some of the other options with uh, targeting and, and uh, uh, display options that, uh, that we work with regularly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, we need to take a quick break. Uh, we are we're just just uh, just about a quarter past the hour, folks. Stay with us. We're going to we're going to step on out, pay a couple of bills. When we come back, we're going to del- we're going to rewind the clock even farther. We're going to step back to the beginning of the year and kind of move our way forward. Stay with us, folks. When we come back, more 2009 search and review right here on the SEO Rockstars. You are listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I've ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with Internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company, the card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lytle, L-I-T-L-E dot com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamrell, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. Well, that's right, everybody. I want to welcome you back to this Tuesday, December the 29th edition of the SEO rock stars. And joining me as co host today is Chris Boggs from Rosetta. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I love that intro jamming and spamming. That yeah. was over from the old days of the SEO Rockstar. I know, man. You know, back back from the original show. You know, that was which you know over the course of the last, I'd say, I don't know, last couple of weeks since things have been kind of quieted down. You know, we were we were on the server, kind of digging around, cleaning up some some old stuff, and found like a bunch of old spots from the early days. And uh, and when I say spots, folks, I mean like promos little you know promo commercials things of that nature and uh you know interestingly enough there were some some elements from some of the very first um rock star shows and uh you know with greg and uh greg and todd and i i, I got well no i gotta say the the <laughs> i say greg and todd the we went back even further with uh todd and jake which you know todd and jake really kicked it off uh, and then Greg, Greg, Greg came kicking and screaming. <laughs> so um, you know, kind of, kind of backing up just a, a little further. Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, one, one of the topics that uh, that we talked about because we had just obviously, uh, as we spun into the new year, we'd just gotten back from uh, from SES and. One of the things that was on everybody's mind was we just had a conversation with uh, Doug Heal regarding uh, his thought on how cloaking is spamming, and this right. is you know this is this is an age old you know conversation. Uh, we had this conversation um, on the black hat white hat panel at uh affiliate convention in los angeles as well this this i mean chris how long how long have we been asking ourselves this question well it's been a while uh this was the year also that doug made a triumphant uh return or was that last year that, i guess at that, Chicago that was that, yep that was la- that was last year and, and and we caught him rolling into rolling into the new year and and uh had him on the rock stars and started talking about some of uh 
those thoughts, you know, his, 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 uh, you know, because D- Doug is, uh, you know, Doug and has been fairly staunch against, you know, those who are, are proclaimed or, or wear a black hat. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> you were there, weren't you? Chris? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's really, it's, you, you, you know, the, the, it's a classic line for Doug is don't hate the player, hate the game. It, it's really, what, what game you're in is going to dictate the tactic that you're in. I mean, typically now, obviously, I'm working with, uh, you know, big brands. So we'll probably talk about Vince and so forth. But, you know, we have a certain level of, uh, you know, uh, I guess strength within the search engines where we typically can use mostly or pretty much all white hat tactics and, and, and pour them on in terms of the hours required to develop content, develop links, ensure that the technical well-being of the site is there and, and, and is up to speed with what, uh, you know, the Google bot expects and so forth. So typically in our game, we, we don't have to go black hat, but there's plenty of people out there that are responsible for marketing for people that are in uh, very competitive industries, industries where there's people that are, if you're not doing black hat, then you have pretty much no chance of competing. Um, and, and, you know, these people are out there to make a buck. I, I certainly am not going to be holier than thou and say, oh, you're doing black hat, so I hate you. Um, I, respect, I respect the people that find, and, and in fact, I, I've been able to, um, you know, I and plenty of other quote-unquote white hat SEOs have, as a result of conversations that we've had with black hats or reading blogs uh, dealing with black hat tactics, We've, there's pl- been plenty of tactics that have been developed that are sort of more gray or even white um, as a result of sort of black hat innovation. So I think that they're a very important part of the ecosystem. And without black hats out there pushing the boundaries and testing these boundaries, we wouldn't be where we're at right now in terms of a lot of the quote-unquote white hat tactics. I love that. Chris, will you put that in writing? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I mean, and it's true. You know, I've I've long you know taken that position that you know with without the black hats of the world um, exposing the weaknesses of the algorithms, you know, there there isn't a collective, you know, get better, get stronger, um, make it faster, you know, make you know make it much more relevant. Um, you need you need people who understand how to poke holes in it, plain and simple. Um, you know, so I, 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 for one, you know, when it comes to, to the old black hat, white hat thing, you know, I, I, I'm like you, Chris, I, I believe, you know, you gotta have, uh, you gotta have cold to understand hot, you know, there's two sides to every coin, um, you know, and, and I think without having, you know, that, you know, part of the ecosystem, you know, you throw it completely out of balance and out of whack, uh, so I'm I'm with you, bud. Uh, totally. Now uh, let me ask you a question. You know, again, I'm 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 kind of uh, I'm kind of hopping around here, but um, you know, some of the major things that have have uh, have have really altered the search landscape over the past uh, past twelve months. As you move down the timeline a little bit, I think some one of the most no- notable things would be Bing. The launch of Bing. Bada Bing. I mean, you know, look, I, I, I had hoped that Bing would have more share by now. Um, it's definitely an uproad, you know, battle for, for Bing. There's no question about that. Um, you know, do I think that everything that Bing is doing is, is you know, 
you know, spot on and, and um, you know, a cool different way. Eh, I, I don't think that everything they're doing is, is, is awesome. I think that some of the things they're doing, you know, still could be, you know, questionable as to how they're, you know, shuffling traffic around, how they're retain, you know, especially like the, the retention of traffic on video searches. Uh, instead of immediately shuffling that user off to where the video clip was was crawled, um, you know they they hang on to that traffic, and I think I think a lot of people are are overlooking the fact that that Bing Bing is doing things to um, to add extra clicks to the process of getting away from Bing. Um, I personally don't like that. Uh, I, I think that's you know I think there's other things in there that that they could you know clean up about it as well. Do I, I think some of their features that they have in there for travel and what have you are kind of kind of cool and creative um, and, and unique in search. Um, you know I I don't know what do you think what do you think Chris I mean being as a it's a different animal. Yeah, well, first of all, I would like to say a hearty, hearty, hearty congratulations to Microsoft for finally pretty close to getting it right. Um, they've gone through a variety with live and, 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 and a variety of different quote-unquote algorithm updates, which go. I don't know where it is more than just cleaning white space out of their code, or I don't know what they did. They're, you know, they were just horrible, and then more horrible, and then more horrible, and now they have something that I think is actually pretty good. I, I like it. I think, you know, a couple of the key things that I like about it are the... Uh, the categorizations that they provide. Um, of course, it's harder now to, quote-unquote, be on the first page, um, um, you know, for a root term without, uh, without right. also having modified that term. I mean, you look at a term like auto insurance, and, and they have about six different or seven different uh, subcategories that they've added in uh, right. for potential modifiers. Uh, you know, this is driving additional innovation, obviously, on the SEO side. I mean, we see people, we see competitors, and we see, um, you know, we, we have experimented with tactics, uh, you know, to develop content that uh, answers what Bing sees as being the related uh, uh, content. You know, they, we've had with Google for a while uh, searches related to, and some of those may be more in Google's best interest, and some of them are kind of semantic connectivity or semantically connected topics and words that you may not consider adding to your search and 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 taking a close look at these search results pages both still at Google obviously but also with what Bing is presenting really should drive uh, a lot of your content and your linking considerations from an SEO perspective because they're giving you more insight into what they think is relevant and related to a specific topic so the higher root level term that you search all the way down to some of the longer tail terms uh, that you search, you can get a ton of data from what Bing considers to be relevant and and uh, powerful content uh, in regards to that particular topic. So uh, I, I say kudos and, and bravo to Bing. Uh, you know, I think I saw some headline today about 80-20 world, you know, coming forward in 2010 about, uh, you know, it's going to be Google 80 and Bing 20. I, I'd love to see that grow to a, a little bit more of a parity, uh, but it probably won't. But there's going to be, you know, Bing's going to be loaded on. My wife just last night, I got her laptop for Christmas, and she's like, what's this Bing thing popping up? I go, honey, it's got Windows 7. Welcome to Bing. <laughs> nice. So nice. she's a Googleite. 
and you know they're going to push their themselves onto people. But I think it's a much better experience overall. Yeah, yeah, I I, I would agree. I, I I definitely think that it's a better experience. Um, I, I think that at this point. Uh, it's definitely distribution. It's definitely awareness. Um, you know, you look at the chat room. You know, we'd mentioned uh, Bing Travel a little earlier. Someone in chat just said uh, that she wished Bing Travel was more widely used. It's just not. And they can't justify the time to manage placements there because there's not enough return yet. So, and that's a classic. That's more than just travel. I mean, that's been... Sure. For Ad Center, you know, uh, for a while as well, they've had problems getting that volume. And right. That's just something. But, you know, on the B2B side, for example, we always consistently showed uh, Microsoft having a better conversion percentage traffic coming from Microsoft. So there's other things to consider other than volume. So especially um, on the B2B side, um, you know, you want to certainly uh, have Bing as part of your playbook, I think, from a right. SEO perspective. Right, right, absolutely. Taking those verticals into account, folks, are definitely going to help because Bing isn't categorizing themselves for nothing. I mean, it, it, it definitely helps to know the nature of the traffic that's, that's, that's coming through there and what you're trying to, uh, trying to promote. Speaking of volumes, traffic volumes, uh, before we jump out to a break, I guess, you know, a point of note, far, farther down the, uh, the calendar here just a little bit. Um, we've got some other, other things to cover here yet, but I, I thought this was one, one to note. Um, just out of curiosity, just randomly here, I'm going to throw this question out, Chris, and let's see if, see if you, you stick this one. What would be an, an unexpected but um, most definitely uh, a notable dramatically increased search term over the last six months of, of the year, 2009? What term made a tremendous impact, shot from out of nowhere. <laughs> well, um, the, uh, the expected one would be Tiger Woods, I guess. Um, uh, there you go. That's <laughs> unexpected. Jeez, um, shoot. Uh, I don't know. You got me. Michael Jackson. MJ. MJ. MJ was noted, um, hit Yahoo's uh, trends, like out of the gate, it became one of the year's biggest search terms, uh, especially over at Yahoo. Uh, <laughs> Carrie's wondering what they win. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you win, Carrie. Um, <laughs> you win a couple of minutes in a break because we're going to step off. <laughs> We are. We're going to step off. We're going to take a break. And yes, MJ was a horrible term uh, that, that uh, well, not, not necessarily the term, but horrible why he became one of uh, the top search terms over the course of the last, uh, last few months here in the year. Uh, but uh, what can we say, folks? It happens to us all. <laughs> so let's let that not fret you, my friends. We, we, we all have our place next to MJ at the end of the game. But be glad you're still playing. 2009 may have stomped on some people, but folks were approaching 2010 with, with gathering a ton of steam. And I, I think if you've, if you've got your playbook and, and you're armed with the Rockstars podcast, you can't lose. Folks, stay with us. More to come right after this break on the SEO Rockstars. 
You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, as, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even from a split state of the art tracking where did it start you can do it a couple ways 866-XY7-PAYS it's toll free tell me what you waiting on so log on to xy7.com did you know 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet did you know 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you did you know 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design web page design t-shirt design and more did you know 99designs projects need average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set 99designs when designers compete you win watch your shop cart overflow because you found the ecom experts ecom experts mondays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific or on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Well, that's right. Welcome back to this December the 29th, Tuesday, by the way, edition of the SEO rock stars, the very final installment of the SEO rock stars for 2009. My name is Darren Babin, also known as SE Guru, joined by my guest co-host today, Chris Boggs from Rosetta. How are you, Chris? Hello again, Darren. I was just looking at the Michael Jackson uh, search. Uh, I don't know if we were going to chat. Maybe we could for yeah, a couple minutes yeah. about the uh, search suggest feature. Yeah. Um, and its kind of growth into prominence in 2009. Yeah. Uh, you know, Google first had it only on the toolbar, and now they've actually got it on their homepage as well, where you start typing stuff in. Um, I find it interesting. I think that they've probably done a decent job of uh, 
of, of maybe cleaning up some of the search suggests? Because I, I, I know that we've seen over the years some pretty amazing examples of typing in some letters and getting some pretty ridiculous uh, uh, suggests. Um, and, and I'm just, you know, I think that that's a big topic this year. And I find that both at Yahoo and, and Google, the suggests for Michael Jackson's are, are pretty much what you'd expect. There was no <laughs> whammies in there like... Uh, uh, you know what time? What time's bedtime at Neverland Ranch when the big hand is on the little hand? Something like that. <laughs> uh, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> that's you know, rough. I think that that was a big topic this year, and uh, in fact, we started to see it in our analytics. Um, starting to see like brand, um, a lot of traffic for instead of the whole brand name, it's just showing uh, the first three letters of the brand name or something like that. So people are. Uh, you know, again, some of the big brands are fortunate that uh, they're showing up on the search suggest uh, as a result of people just typing in a, a few letters. Um, and, and these are just uh, general search suggests without cookies, uh, you know, right. uh, following past behavior and so forth. So what's your thoughts on that search suggest? Do you think it's going to stick around? Do you think that Google, and Google especially, is going to have to do a better job of policing what shows up in there? I, I definitely think that that uh, you know search just is not going away. I mean, you know, we've always had related searches and you know related search term suggestions that have that that you know engines have used, you know, hell for for as long as I can remember. Um, again, I think what's what's key here and what you've said is that you know it's gotten better. Uh, it's gotten more relevant, and you can definitely see, like you said, you know, based on, um, you know, the analytics that that you know people are only getting through, you know, part of of uh, you know suggestion before they're, you know, they're they're off on that query. Now, I I, I gotta say, you know, it, it is it is behooven of of some of the bigger brands that are able to siphon that traffic, uh, that they are there. Um, you know, that, that may have to do, um, you know, rumored, um, with, with Vince, you know, that, that was, uh, an update in the Google SERPs that was said to favor bigger brands. Um, you know, would that, would that reach out to, to, you know, uh, the, the search term suggestion? I, I, I would think so. I, I, you know. You know, there's long been speculation over whether or not the the big brands, you know, got uh, any sort of favoritism uh, and whether or not, you know, any of that favoritism extended as far as, you know, Q4 uh, when retail is up, you know, predominantly spending is up. Uh, usually it's there's a big, you know, jump there. I think uh, I think it was a 40 percent increase this year. Um, you know, so I, I, I think all of that. Has has an effect on related searches, um, and I think it's a I think it's walking a, a very fine tightrope for the engines between relevance and revenue. Right, I just I just think that there's a, a very very fine tightrope to walk there, but. That's that's me. That's me. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, or was notable for for this past year. Uh, what about what about Wolfram Alpha? The Wolfram. The Wolfram. I was actually involved with uh, some of the. Uh, you know, you were able to go. You submit your name for consideration for right. early alpha and beta testing and so forth. And I was involved in some of that. I remember sitting through about a two-hour. 
um, sort of webinar Q&A session that uh, uh, Wolfram gave on a Saturday night one time. And, and the bottom line, you know, the question came out, well, can you provide a result for cheapest Nike shoe online or something like that? And bottom line is that they couldn't. So it was funny because I was actually in a, a client meeting this summer where one of the executives um, uh, had heard about Wolfram Alpha and he had a bit of a scientific background. And he, in a way, scoffed and said, well, you guys, USCOs are in for a big one because Wolfram Alpha is going to take over the search world. And, and I, at that point, hadn't heard of it yet. So I went <laughs> to research and uh, Lo and behold, you know, they came out. I, I think Wolfram Alpha is a great tool. It's certainly not, uh, you know, a search engine like the, I think most of the people listening to this show would consider a search right. engine. Right, um, I think it's going to be great for when my son gets to school and he needs to uh, write a term paper. Uh, you know, there's some amazing calculations that Wolfram Alpha can do and even some absurd ones like dividing the gross national project, uh, product of Brazil <laughs> by the average uh, speedy, uh, you know, speed of a, a driver on the Autobahn or something Sweet. like that. And that's really the kind of examples they were showing in these beta tests. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool, but what the heck would you need that information for? Right. Um, you know, it's an amazing technology. Um, now, is it Bing? Um, yeah, Bing. Sort of entered into an agreement with them to provide uh, some results. Yeah, Bing entered into um, a, a relationship um, that is supposed to help them provide richer results. So, and, and it's they've definitely and they've done some other vertical engine deals, um, you know, which. I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know, based on, um, you know, based on the type of technology that, that Wolfram Alpha is. But, I, I you know, look, I, I, guys, I, I think right now it's a, you know, it's a splash in the ocean, right? And it's a very big ocean. Um, you know, uh, you, you look at the chat room, and like you said, you know, uh, people people that are probably listening to this, you know, the, the, the question about whether or not, um, it is really applicable to, to, to you know to marketing folks uh, is I, I think still early based on its applic- you know its application um, you know what what the what the larger engines are going to do um, you know as they begin to fold some of this technology into you know their SERPs I, you know it's still it's still very 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 early. Um, I, I gotta say that now in, in, in light of some of the other things that have happened, you know, Wolfram Alpha, you know, very cool, uh, here, here it's just, you know, to me, it's kind of like a, it's, it's, it's another deal that's happened out there. Um, you know, until, until, until you can get it to tell you what the cheapest Nike shock shoe online is, then, you know, there's not going to be that mass appeal, I don't think. Uh, I think it would be great instead of having to pour through three different search engines and a million different product search results for something to tell me, hey, right now if you went and searched online, this would be the cheapest Nike Shock shoe you would find. Right. Or this would be them, you know. Right, right, that right. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, again, I think, you know, it's we're at its early stages, you know, so uh, it's just something to keep your eye on, folks. Uh, let's see here. What else? Oh, my God. We had, uh, let's see, the search wiki, 
the side wiki, by the way, the side wiki just came out. I, have you used the side wiki at all yet? Are you f- uh, yeah. In fact, um, we Rosetta put out a uh, a point of view on the pharma implications for side wiki because uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of FDA letters going out and. Uh, you know, it became uh, a very important and, and a topic to consider from, especially on the pharmaceutical side of things, where, um, you know, would this become part of what the brand itself was somehow tasked to police? Uh, how could uh, pharmaceutical brands deal with SideWiki? Uh, should they go in and put their own SideWiki entry in at first? Are they somehow responsible if someone comes in there and uh, lists an adverse effect or reaction? Do they then have to go follow up on that as as they would with, uh, you know, any other uh, such instance uh, with people listing adverse uh, reporting? Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot to be considered as to whether or not it really is part of the web page, and that's a fundamental question. Um, I think, you know, my, my thought is that it isn't part of the web page. It, it's a side application that's provided by Google to toolbar users, and it allows people to comment on pages. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's to be seen uh, <clears throat> still as to whether people are going to um, game that system or not. You can certainly get side wiki uh, entries indexed, and uh, uh, we could see that start happening uh, for brands and and. Uh, but, you know, that's why it may be important for brands to consider going out there and getting that first post up there, uh, you know, identifying themselves through Webmaster Tools as, as the site owner and then claiming that first, uh, you know, that first post so that it would always be sticky, like a sticky post at the top of the side wiki yeah. uh, that kind of provides an additional about us. I, I would think that that's something to strongly consider. You know, the other the other option is to just sit there and watch and see if anyone does thrash you or... Or and, and even you know in some cases it could be good and useful for R and D. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I you know I'm still a little undecided on SideWiki yet. You know I I I do I do kind of like the the fact that it's 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 open and everyone can play you know play play in uh, you know inside a SideWiki and post. You know it's it's definitely more a reviews focused. Uh, approach for a given website, but at the same time, it is definitely what I would call a little bit more granular because this is Google, you know, toolbar users that are using SideWiki. So it's not necessarily everybody out there that that has, you know, um, you know, has has uh, everybody doesn't have the, the the side wiki you know installed per se as of yet. You got to be a Google Toolbar user. So, um, you know, they've got great you know penetration out there. So I, I can definitely see that that uh, the side wiki is something to keep your eye on. But um, you know, who knows? It, you know, you have to reinstall the Google Toolbar to get the side wiki. If you installed it, you know, more than six months ago or more than whenever it came out ago. Um, it won't just pop up automatically either. You have to get rid of your toolbar and re- reinstall it, and then there's an additional option. And obviously, you're giving up a little bit more privacy in order to be able to use it. <gasps> more privacy? Are you serious? <laughs> well, just like the toolbar. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, got just being being a tad bit facetious. <laughs> Uh, now I do have to say that, uh, Chris, what do you think about the growth of of uh, you know social in search over the course of the last twelve months? Big. 
Yeah, well, I mean, this was something that was bound to happen. Um, I think SEO Moz did, uh, you know, Rand had a good follow-up to some of his uh, theories around linking and, and, you know, the general linking ecosystem and how, um, you know, Twitter and Facebook are are really taking over sort of the the predominant linking patterns that are out there. Um, So social media is certainly very important from um, uh, connectivity to SEO perspective in that manner. Um, you know, we, we have a social media team now that we grew in 2009, but in 2007 and 2008, we had a social media task force that was really incubated within our SEO team. So there's always been a connection there. Uh, you know, in the past, people have tried to leverage, and, and you could even say spam, uh, forums and, and communities and so forth as a result of, a, um, you know, of an aggressive uh, strategy to uh, get the word out. Um, but social media is going to be a continually powerful ally. Um, and I think it ties in nicely also uh, to personalization uh, because, um, you know, as the algorithms get stronger and, and providing personalized results, it's probable that uh, based on their understanding of your, uh, of your navigation behavior, um, you know, if you're spending a lot of time on Twitter or Facebook or so forth, that who knows, maybe they'll start to provide you with results that are, um, typically linked to more often from, uh, you know, from Twitter or Facebook or something like that. And again, I'm speaking at a high level, but um, it, there's definitely a connection, and I think that there's been some some great businesses that have sprouted out of uh, of this this year. There's a lot of, of experts out there that really are truly experts, and there's a lot that, that unfortunately aren't. Uh, and it's important for people that are considering using social media as part of their online marketing, marketing strategy to get those referrals and, and, and look for, you know, actual true experience with brands and, and, uh, as opposed to just someone who happens to be really good at Twitter. Ah, yeah, indeed, indeed. I, I, I do have to say I, I, I agree with, uh, with the chat room, SEO Web Help in there, uh, said that uh, it took too long for these changes in social media to happen, in, uh, in their opinion. And I, I, I agree. I, I, you know, I think, um, you know, looking at the, the evolution of, of Twitter and Facebook and the, the, the things that has happened, um, you know, with search and its integration of of these particular elements um you know i think that this probably could have been done um you know 12 months 18 months sooner um but i i I think there was a tipping point that needed to be reached um and and i think it was and at that at that point you know uh the obvious began to happen um you know i I don't know. I, I, I look at I look at at things like um, you know like like Twitter and and you look at the the real time aspect of uh, trending topics and what have you uh, and the ability to, to to get in some in some circumstances information quicker via Twitter than via your your local television station. Um, or via Google with their real-time ex- option. Ex- I mean, exactly. Barry Hoffman posts on that, where she basically manipulated the results and typed in something for Britney Spears or something, and she twittered something to the effect of, hey, Britney Spears fans, let me come and take you away from your boring parents, and here's my number. And she actually got calls back from that, um, you know, <laughs> based from... That showing up in the real time results, she got the screenshot. It was a great, great post. Uh, 
I know that Gray Wolf, Michael Gray, was involved in that as well. That was in in, in the speaker room at SES uh, Chicago a couple weeks ago, and and just that feature alone is a little bit scary and something that Google's going to have to probably pull back on a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it's definitely kind of kind of tripped out. It had. I know a lot of us were were definitely laughing. Um, and I think that's that's the best way to put it. Openly laughing at the way Google integrated uh, Twitter. Um, and as Carrie said, it, it was Miley Cyrus, not Britney Spears. Yeah. The other quick thing while while I'm talking is that another thing they're talking about in the chat room is how online reputation management has grown in 2009, and how that's become such a you know an important tactic, and that in in, in some ways it's pretty expensive. Uh, but that's directly tied into this whole social media thing as well. I mean, the more uh, credence and power that uh, that social media communities and pages get within results, the more likely it is for uh, some of these results to be potentially negative or harmful to a brand. So uh, that online reputation management, even with personalization, is going to be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chris, we've only got a couple more minutes left here. I, I want, I've got a couple couple more items on the list here that I wanted to get your take on. Uh, I've asked one other person this question. I, I, I want to ask you, uh, not not too long ago, Rupert Murdoch, in an interview um, with um, with Sky News in Australia, uh, made the comment that um, they were likely going to block Google from accessing um, their properties, which would be um, you know the the likes of of the Wall Street Journal. Um, and many other uh, properties owned owned by uh, uh, News Corp, um, that they would be blocking access uh, to this content, blocking Google, and basically setting up a walled garden for you know paid paid access to uh, news. What's what's your what's your thoughts on on Rupert Murdoch's um, you know? I, I guess uh, dancing around in regards to Google. Well, the, this is all based on uh, something that we've actually implemented for some financial services clients, which allows Google to index content that's typically behind walls. So, um, you know, the majority. I, I think that uh, it, it's a process called first click free, uh, which essentially you allow the spider in behind wall content and allow it to index the content. And then after that person reads that one page of content, in order for them to further navigate within the particular website, they have to uh, register or log in or whatever. So it works. It works well for newspapers in order to be able to allow people in a, glim- a glimpse at their content, and it also works for financial services institutions to get uh, more content that typically, like if someone was forced to regionalize in order sure. to be fed to, uh, specific products. But focusing on the newspaper, and the reason why he's mad is because what they're finding is that people are coming in and they're reading an article, and then they're going back, and maybe what they'll see on the side is a link to another article. And instead of clicking on that link and registering, they'll just go back into Google and click on that uh, or type in that article into the search box, and lo and behold, it pops up, and bam, they can go to it. So um, what they're finding is that no one was registering because they just keep going back to Google for to read the next article. Right. And so what they're now going to do is put a limit on the number of times that you could do that in one day. Or, uh, or at least that was, I think, what Google said that they were going to do, and 
But to me, it's pretty stupid. I mean, bottom line, who who would want to uh, block all their results from Google? Uh, I mean, you know, if you're Rupert Murdoch and, and you've got that much money that you could care less, then so be it. But I would highly recommend against any other newspapers or, or even bloggers or anything like that, you know, not allowing that. Uh, because I think it's it's a, it's a valuable tactic. I mean, it does take some technical technical implementation to get it to work, but it allows you to get a lot more rankings for longer tail terms that you may not have had visibility for in the past. Yeah, I I I, I, I know it, it it's definitely an odd move. Uh, it may be a comment um, made by an executive that doesn't wholly understand some of the methodologies that could be used. Uh, to you know, convert that traffic that that um, would be coming by virtue of, of inclusion uh, in in those SERPs. Uh, nonetheless, I, I do I, I do have to say, um, you know, an interesting move nonetheless uh, on the part by News Corp. Uh, we'll we'll see whether or not this actually happens or not. Um, you know, t- only time will tell, folks. Uh, and of course, it looks like we are we are about out of time here. You know, so just just in uh, in passing, some of the uh, other highlights of note here: uh, Google Chrome. Let's see what else. Um, uh, renewed effort in uh, indexing JavaScript and Flash. Well, we'll see how, we'll see where that goes yet. Still, uh, of course. One of the the notable things of the year, no follow page rank sculpting being nipped in the bud, uh, which is uh, you know as we were uh, rounding the base at the end of two thousand and eight, jumping into two thousand nine. I think that was a, a very heavy topic yet, um, and of course until uh, in, until I, I guess what just uh, just a few months back, four or five months ago. Uh, when we heard from Matt that uh, this wasn't an issue any longer, so <laughs> voila! That is so always believable. Voila! So, so you know, and, and again, Chris is right. That's not necessarily always believable. Uh, it, it, it's folks. It's like I. It's like I always say when it comes down to organic search. Paid is one thing. When it comes down to organic. Try it and test it. Try it and test it. Try it and test it. And don't let anybody tell you anything differently than what the results tell you that you're getting. Um, There's a lot of experts out there, folks. And experts are exactly that. If you break the word expert down, two syllables. The first, X, being a mathematical expression that denotes the unknown. And then, spurt, which would be a drip of water under pressure. So you put the two together, you have an unknown drip under pressure. So, you know, there's a lot of experts out there, folks. Um, Don't let an unknown drip under pressure lead you by your nose. Um, You know, do your own testing. Build build your own pages. Get get your stuff indexed. And then A-B test it. Find out what works for you and what doesn't. And don't let anyone tell you differently. Uh, what you're comfortable with sharing with others, do that. Um, you know, I, I gotta say, in in the spirit of giving, you know, over this over this holiday season, um, it was probably I don't know, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, 
uh, revenue really kicked in for me. I was kind of on the fence and you know sitting there and, and still kind of you know fighting the feast or famine consulting thing. And then you know one day I just started giving away a lot of what I knew, just giving it away. And the moment I started giving away some of my secrets. It was like my income exploded. So, so folks, I definitely encourage you to to give back to the community that uh, that you were you were here partaking from. Because uh, when you give back, folks, good things happen to you, plain and simple. Chris, I want to thank you, man. Uh, this this has been it's been an interesting uh, look back over the course of the next last twelve months. Yeah, well, thank you. It was a great. Uh, it was great to be a part of the rock stars. I always enjoy coming on as a guest host. Yeah, uh, in terms of the no follow, I highly recommend checking out Rand's uh, FM <laughs> research they, uh, that they just put out. Um, I, I would say uh, that conclusively, some of our primary research agrees with that, and that we made the right decision in not spending the time wasting to go remove all the no follows uh, yep. from those. Uh, from those implementations because it does appear to still uh, have some value. There you go. There you go. And happy new year and look forward to, um, you know, more shows in 2010 and hanging out with you guys. Uh, You guys always do such a great job at the conferences. I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully attending your conference sometime next year. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. Chris, uh, as always, I I appreciate your time. And of course, we enjoy hanging, hanging with you. And uh, we'll absolutely have you at uh, affiliate convention. That'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Folks, that is going to do it for us. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm looking at the chat room. Everybody's like stoked they, they, were, they were able to catch this, this uh, last show of the year live. That's right. Live. <laughs> we, had a great, uh, we had a great year, folks. Like I said, when we started the show, it, it's, it's been an amazing year here for the SEO Rockstars. And everybody here at WebmasterRadio.fm, we truly enjoy having you as a part of our family, whether it be here on the air or out there on the road, uh, we encourage you to get involved. And, you know, if you're, if you're just kind of listening in and, you know, lurking, jump on in the chat room or drop us an email. Fill, fill out that contact form. Tell us what we could do better. Uh, we're always here for you guys. Uh, I also want to make sure to remind everyone uh, another thing that happened big this year in 2009 that affects you and the way you listen and consume Webmaster Radio is the fact that on iTunes, we are now listed on iTunes Radio. So you can stream webmasterradio.fm live off of iTunes Radio. Find us in the eclectic category alphabetically. Folks, that is going to do it for me, this, I guess, conclusion of the 2009 search here. And, of course, another year of the SEO rock stars under the belt. Folks, thanks for coming on in and hanging out, being a part of the show. Make sure you tell your friends to tune in to the SEO rock stars this 2010 to keep your finger on the pulse. Thanks again, folks. We'll see you next year right here for more SEO rock stars only on Webmaster Radio. Dot FM.